Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm George. And I'm Amanda. George and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 32 for George and season 28 for me. This is day 11 of season 100. First question asks us, what branded product do you cook chicken in to make sleepy chicken? <laughs> I don't remember precisely learning about this, but I just know that the idea was to marinate it in NyQuil uh, in order to, I guess, make it into something that is just disgustingly sleep-inducing. <laughs> um, I'm not sure that it actually ever was done or or eaten as such. Mm -hmm. um, but, of course, you know, the FDA has to come out with statements about these things, like don't eat Tide Pods and yeah. and don't make sleepy chicken. Um, and I'm surprised that I remembered this well. I didn't remember it being this long ago. Mm -hmm. Um, September of 2020 had a couple other things going on. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, uh, but yeah, this one is just a, a delightful blast from the past. And I was, uh, pretty certain that this was NyQuil that you were supposed to make it in. Uh, as soon as I read this, I, th I said, oh, this must be Robitussin. <laughs> And just never reconsidered. Oh, jeez. Because I figured, is, is, is that not also a sort of sleep-inducing uh, medicine kind of it, thing? Well, it's a cough suppressant is all mm -hmm. it does, really, as far okay. as I know. Um, that might help you sleep if you have a cough. Mm -hmm. but, okay. Yeah, um, I just, that, for some reason, that, that was what tripped for me was that was Robitussin. So that's what I, I went know. with. Yeah. It was NyQuil. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the most common wrong answer is Benadryl. Oh, yeah, yeah. that is something that makes you sleep uh, apart from its antihistamine properties. Uh, question two asks us for a literary name named after an appalling-sounding uh, <laughs> drink that is known by rhyming names in France, Denmark, and parts of Germany. Uh, and it was the rhyming names that got this one for me. Mm. I figured it... If it's Lilatril or Runzelkin Runzelkin Punzelkin, um, I, I initially kind of thought, oh, is this Rumpelstiltskin? And I figured, that's too close. And mm -hmm. it's not as evocative of, of that. Like, there's no... Rumpelstiltskin in and of itself is kind of a, a wacky-ass name that would have to come more or less directly from something. Uh -huh. um, so I figured the the... The three rhyming or at least alliterative uh, names given must mean that this is a similar name, and that made me think of Humpty Dumpty. Uh, in particular, the the point that in the uh, nursery rhyme that was handed down for centuries and centuries, it is never stated that Humpty Dumpty is an egg. That was just kind of a latter... Uh, change to the canon that has since ah. become canon okay um yeah, almost as if it were a riddle uh, but yeah so i figured this is probably humpty dumpty uh, because that would uh, yeah you could you could use that as you know some random series of syllables to name a drink and also uh, it, it could be in the uh, the nursery rhyme yeah i uh i couldn't grab this one properly although i 
also figured it was along the lines of a nursery rhyme or fairy tale or similar um, type of literary domain. Um, and I, I spent some time trying to think, have I heard of this drink? It sounds god-awful. Boiled brandy and ale drink from the late 17th <laughs> century. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Like, both of those things are things that might be okay separately, but if you're putting them together like that, and then boiling off the alcohol, that just sounds like, what are you, what are you even doing in there mm-hmm. in the late, te- late 17th century? Um, and so that didn't turn up anything for me. So I, I turned back to this sort of, you know, the rhyming piece. I I spent just hours trying to think of something that would fit the pattern. I thought about Henny Penny. And I thought about just other, mm. you know, what other characters might have a name like that. And I really couldn't come up with it. I I latched on a little bit to the parts of Germany part where maybe, you know, and this is obviously the misdirect of the question, in other parts of Germany, perhaps it's Rumpelstiltskin. Um, and that's what I ended up putting down because I just couldn't, you know, I couldn't grab the rhyming mm. thing. So I thought maybe that was a misdirect and um, just put down a sort of, some sort of fairy tale uh, name like that. Reasonable. Reasonable. But it was Humpty Dumpty. Nice job. Yeah, I was proud of that one. Mm-hmm. I'm also fairly certain of it when I submitted. Good for you. Question three, however. Oof, mm. nothing. Uh, it asks us what was the, uh, the, the I guess, later uh, name of the treaties that ended the Opium War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, and this is something that I feel like I've read... A, a little bit or just enough about that I felt like I should have heard this. Um, and apparently I haven't, because this doesn't ring a bell at all, you know, when I see the actual answer. Um, but I just racked my brains for anything that basically indicated, you know, anything pejorative that indicated that it was punitive or um, detrimental or whatever to the Chinese in particular, because it certainly sounds like this is, you know, kind of hosing them over um, uh, in response to these, you know, negotiations or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing was ringing a bell. I, I tried to think of words and I felt like there was a word, you know, on the tip of my tongue that I couldn't come up with. Uh, my brain kept wanting me to go with intolerable, but I was like, no, that's the intolerable acts that, you mm-hmm. know, uh, we're part of the Revolutionary War mm-hmm. complaint. And so n- nothing and nothing and nothing w- were coming through for me on this. Um, and so similarly with Humpty Dumpty, I finally decided I'm going to offer a best wrong answer style answer. And I ended up putting down sucktastic. <laughs> and I'm glad you got a laugh out of it because then I have a chance maybe to to, to get into the rankings there. Reasonable. Uh, yeah, I couldn't land on anything either. Uh, I suspect I've heard of these, but I don't, when I saw the answer, it wasn't one of those. Oh, of course it was, if you say so. Uh, and I really, I just went with intolerable as well, even though knowing, no, the intolerable acts were a different thing, but I just Mm -hmm. figured, well, maybe people were alluding to those and saying like, Hey, these were really bad and we know it. And it's why we lost a huge part of our empire. So, you know, maybe, uh, 
Maybe we're trying to evoke those mm -hmm. now and pointing out these treaties suck and are not going to be good for anybody in the long run. Yeah, so I said intolerable. The correct answer was unequal, which is so mild. It's <laughs> so very understated. It's like, almost, are, are, are any treaties exactly equal? That can almost apply to every treaty ever, you know, adopted. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, anyway, thanks for that unexciting uh, uh, answer for that one. Question four asks us, uh, what musical... Uh, replaced Tim Curry, Taryn Killam, and Hank Azaria with, uh, uh, excuse me, replaced Tim Curry and Hank Azaria um, and Sarah Ramirez with other people in its 2023 revival. One of whom was Taryn Killam. Yeah. Uh, so I had to think, okay, what roles would Tim Curry and Hank Azaria play? Because I had no idea who Sarah Ramirez is. Mm. Um, and uh, what you know Broadway musicals uh, w which one came out in 2005 and then had a very recent revival and I have no idea mm. what was recently revived that would have uh, that would have worked on this my first thought was waitress and then I realized no oh. that's Sarah Burrell's not Sarah Ramirez I'm thinking of Tim Curry and waitress would be something and also yeah I can't imagine <laughs> Tim Curry and Hank Azaria being in any roles in waitress mm -hmm. uh, so I I thought okay this is probably one of those like disney ones ah. uh, and i thought maybe it's aladdin mm. tim curry as jafar would be pretty okay. noteworthy hank azaria as the genie sure absolutely sarah ramirez as i don't know i guess jasmine mm. um you know probably not great to have someone named leslie kritzer as jasmine <laughs> but you know Sarah Ramirez, at least, you know, might not be blindingly white. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I'll, I'll go with Aladdin for lack of anything better. So my thought on this one was that um, uh, that one of these roles had to be sort of iconic for that person. And so the thing that came to mind quickly was Clue. Because I think there's mm, a Clue okay. musical, is there not? I have um, no idea. Based on the film, based on the board game. Uh, and of course, Tim Curry was famously in Clue, right? So yep. I also thought the fact that we're, that it's repeatedly saying the role originated by, because mm -hmm. clearly the name of any of the characters would give away the game. Absolutely. And I figured Clue would be like that because you're talking about, you know, Mr. Peacock or, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, Colonel Mustard or all these things that are... Yeah, reasonable. That are definitely going to trip it up. So that's why you have to be so obscure uh, as to reference that. It did occur to me that uh, wasn't, was Tim Curry in uh, Kinky Boots? I have no idea. I don't know. So that, that was my other possible answer, but I thought I was a little more, you know, it seemed a little more plausible to me that, um, you know, these three um, roles and sets of actors, you know, would appear in something like Clue um because it would be, of course, a very comedic kind of musical. So I thought, sure, that sounds plausible. Let's go with Clue. It was Spamalot. Okay, then. Which I wouldn't have... I can see Tim Curry, but yeah. Hank Azaria kind of surprises yeah. me. And the fact that there's any female character at all, kind of, in yeah. Spamalot, kind of make, especially one that, like, you would consider to have originated a role. Like, that would be a named, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, because... 
uh, all I can think of in the in the film Holy Grail is the nuns. Right. And I don't know if that scene's even in Spamalot. I presume it is now because there's female. Mm. There's a, at least one female actor, but uh, always seemed kind of thin and not really <laughs> uh, not really worthy of bothering with. But I don't know. Well, does Spamalot? I, I haven't seen Spamalot. Does it cover just the Holy Grail or more Monty Python stuff? I am under the impression it is just the Holy Grail, but I am okay. not sure. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't. Yeah. And of course, I mean, you could easily, you know, do other stuff interval mm-hmm. you know sort of in, in the middle of it and make references to and the like but yeah i mean partly it's just weird to have the these six actors listed and at least four of them do not sound british right at all yeah um although i can't i mean not knowing leslie kritzer or sarah ramirez very well i can't speak to that for them i guess mm-hmm. um but i know taryn killam's american i know hank azaria is american mm-hmm. so just to have that many key roles played by yeah. non-British seeming people, well, surprising. Never would have got, never would have guessed it. But nope. then, of course, you know, none, none of these, none of these people are, uh, are Arabic in any way either. So, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> yep, swing and a miss there. Yep. Question five uh, asks us for a pick and pass game and tells us that some of the cards are tempura, squid nigiri, chopsticks, and pudding. This is Sushi Go, mm-hmm. which we have played yep. many a time. Yep. Uh, and I'm glad to see that I am going to get a games question right, <laughs> um, just because that's one of my lowest. I think it's still my lowest overall stat. Wow. Um, that's crazy. I, you know, I've been getting better, but it was so far behind. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to take a lot to catch up. Uh, so here's one more on the pile to help do that. Um, not to spoil everything for, you know, your, I figure your answer is going to be like, yes, we have this, we played it, we know it, <laughs> um, which is the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and I figured if it's not this, then it's something way more obscure that I haven't, you yeah, know, no, no. heard of. Um, but yes, we've, uh, enjoyed Sushi Go and recommended it to people. It's a nice portable one because it's like a deck of cards kind of game. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, very fun, very cute cute graphic design mm-hmm. uh that's what i put down yep yeah uh, i i had this like halfway through the first <laughs> through the list yeah i was thinking wow this is all stuff from sushi go oh hey that's what they're asking about sushi go great yep uh yeah it's a it's a fun party game mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's good for uh i don't the our, our eight-year-old has not yet played it but yeah, hasn't she she I might think have she once has. or twice yeah now that you mention it mm-hmm. uh kind of have to strip it down a little bit mm. I think we were playing like one round at a time and being and maybe not using the chopsticks because they are uh, more strategic. Confusing, but yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a fun game. I've played it mm-hmm. uh, at the the board game nights that I go to uh, a few times. It's a good kind of filler game that mm-hmm. everybody sort of knows and nobody's going to really like take too seriously. It's yeah, so. it's just light and quick, and you play a few rounds quickly and mm-hmm. uh, and pass the time until here i stand starts up right. i assume yeah something like yeah. <laughs> uh and that was the correct answer sushi go or sushi go party oh yeah which i guess is, that's yeah. it, it, how, how is that different do you know it's it's bigger i think is the main thing I, i've uh, not played party but i think the, the intent is sushi go is a great game for like two to four uh-huh. I, I believe sushi go party is just basically more cards 
mostly the same ones, but a few extras for uh, for playing with more than four people. Oh, okay. All right, and our final question today asks us to finish the famous W.C. Fields line, and it ain't a fit night out. For man nor beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the advantage of having a father who was very into classic comedy, mm-hmm. and I... I don't know that I've necessarily seen this actual one, but I've heard that line you know, in my father's very good imitation of W.C. Fields uh, mm-hmm. hundreds of times as a child. Yep. Every time the weather was remotely bad, mm-hmm. just the slightest mm-hmm. bit inclement, my father would be at the door saying in his W.C. Fields voice, and it ain't, a, ain't fit out for man or beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, similarly, this is something that, that my dad... Uh, introduced to my vernacular i i didn't know any of the rest of the context of it but it definitely was said many a time in my youth uh it's not a fit night out for man nor beast and it was always pronounced with nor Mm -hmm. um specifically to you know to reflect that you know slightly old-timey relative to us Mm um uh line reading so um yeah, I put four man nor beast as well, and I'm interested to see the get rate on this one because um, mm-hmm. I that could be something where if you aren't of our parents' age or of of children of our parents' age, <laughs> you know, is that uh, coming down to you in some way? I don't know, um, but that's what I put down: four man nor beast. It's a good question. At least one person that we know had no concept of it. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, that one may play a little bit harder than I thought it would have played. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think also, uh, going back to the Sushi Go one, uh, same person didn't know that one either. And that one was mm. very much, you either know it or you don't. There's no way well, to... Well, yeah. You could logic yourself into, oh, this is a sushi-related game. Uh-huh. And if you had, if you were a game player, even if you had not necessarily played Sushi Go, you may have seen it in your local game store. Sure. Possibly even at Target. I'm not sure whether it's yeah, made I that jump. So. I think it might have. I think it has. Um, but if you had not in any way heard of this game, you were never going to get to it. You, no. You could, you know, say the sushi game or, you know. Mm-hmm. Or sushi cards. Sushi cards. Or, and, yeah. yeah, hand of sushi or something like that. <laughs> but Sushi Go is not a thing. No. Other than the game. Right. So that yep. one probably is a little bit tougher than... Uh, than I considered it. Sure. And, and even me, you know, c- trying to consider it for a non-gamer who m- who may be uh, on the other side. But yeah, I, I was we'll up see. against people who uh, both have really good game sport scores, mm-hmm. um, and I, I zeroed other things for them, but I put a one on on both my opponents for that one. Mm-hmm. Reasonable. Um, just because I think it's. You're pretty likely to have run across it if you're at all into games and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, so. just the, the 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 wide nature of game sport makes it difficult to defend ever, though. True. Because you could be very knowledgeable on video games and know absolutely nothing about sports, and vice versa. True. True. That is, those are two perfectly reasonable uh, quadrants of that uh, of those axes. Yeah. Um, and tabletop games, and then tabletop are a whole games, other set yeah, are, well. are yeah barely overlap those things at all, mm-hmm, uh, especially mm-hmm. knowledge wise. So, yeah, those are tough. Uh, and it's a tough one to defend. Yeah, it always the category itself makes me think of you know one of our Slack channels is called gaming, mm-hmm. and it covers all of that too. Like mm-hmm. it's everything from 
you know, sports fandom. Yeah, how to do all to, league today to yeah, what you're check competing out them in, Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, board games, anything that might fall into that type of category. So, yep. um, so uh, speaking of competing, not delighted with three out of six on the day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, definitely there. I'm, I'm sure people other than I know about spam a lot and possibly Humpty Dumpty and the unequal treaties, but they absolutely eluded me. So, uh, I guess we'll see how actually tough they played. Yep. So we not, not the funnest of days. Yeah. Well, that's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for more post game analysis. We hope it will be better for everyone. Indeed. <laughs> and follow us on blue sky at learned lag. Now with all the vowels and remember, don't forfeit. Don't cheat.